Hi, everyone. This is Janine Stanley, and I am your Explorer Community Manager. And I have with me today Mr. Ryan Bishop. Hello, everyone. And Ryan is our Explorer Account Manager. And then I have an Agent Manager with us here, Ms. Bailey Putney. Hello, Bailey. Hello, everybody. And we also have on board with us, though he had to step away for just a minute, our CEO, Mr. Troy Attilio. And uh, we've got a few other folks in the audience that we will introduce as we uh, get to them. But we wanted to have this call today because, well, number one, we wanted to have it at a reasonable hour for most of you in the UK to welcome you to the IRA Explorer family. And... With that, I will do so. Sorry about that. Just moving everything around here a little bit. So, welcoming you all. And we wanted to also have this call to give you a chance to ask your questions about IRA. Now, some of you, probably a number of you here in the audience, have been explorers as part of our pilot program. But you may have questions. And certainly, the folks who are new to IRA, who've taken advantage of IRA in the last few weeks, uh, would also have some questions. And here is our CEO, Mr. Troy Attilio. Hello, Hello everyone. Troy. This is Troy in San Diego. And uh, just so excited to connect all the way around the planet to everyone in the UK or wherever you are. Great to meet you all. Awesome. So let's start out with probably the most obvious question. What is IRA? Well, IRA is a visual interpreting service. And basically what that means is that through our smartphone app, which is available on iOS and Android, we are able to connect you through your smartphone's camera with a trained agent. And Bailey, um, could you tell them a little bit about what the agents do? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So our agents will provide any information that our callers need. So if you call in and you need any sort of visual information, whether it's, you know, hey, I'm trying to get to the Starbucks down the road, or I'm trying to read this menu at this restaurant, or I've got this huge stack of mail that I need to get through. Uh, I need to identify my Uber that's coming up. All of that information, our agents are trained to provide in an objective way. So we, we, we give that information to the user. And then of course, it up to the user what they want to do with that. We don't share our opinions. It's all objective. We're just there to provide whatever information you need, whatever visual information you need. And Bailey makes a really good point here, folks. It's very non-judgmental. In fact, not very, but <laughs> we are non-judgmental completely all the way around. So if you are thinking about, well, you know, I need a little visual help, but this is really a silly small task. I don't want to bother anybody. You're not bothering us. That's what we are here for, and that's what you are paying for, certainly, if you have one of our plans. So we also want to talk a little bit about how IRA works in terms of our plans now. As you probably saw from some of the information that you were provided or that you have looked at on our website, we have a free five-minute call that you can make for small tasks. You can do one of those calls and get a small task done that's under five minutes, or you can purchase one of our monthly plans, which entitles you to a number of minutes per month. And I'm going to give Brian a, or, uh, Ryan a chance to look this up right now, but um, in terms of British pounds, so so we have three plans. We have our intro plan, which is 30 minutes per month, our standard plan, which is 120 minutes per month, and our advanced plan, which is 300 minutes per month. So what do those equate to in British pounds, Ryan? Because I know you have this on the top of your head. I don't, um, but I'm getting them. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them a minute. I, I always like to like stump the host, but I uh, wanted to give that to you guys in, in uh, the currency that would be relevant to you. So um, we are running a special right now from now until, let's see, it, here it would be this evening. But um, be the end of it, today, so early tomorrow yeah, morning. End of today, early, early tomorrow morning. I believe it's going to be at 7.59 a.m. British summertime. Tomorrow morning is when this uh, particular promo ends. But you can get three months at half price. 
if you jump to a higher plan or if you jump from a free plan into a paid plan. So maybe something you want to think about. And if you've already purchased a plan, little secret here, I think we can take care of you. Not a problem. But uh, for that, you would contact our customer care department. So um, okay. let's see. All right. All right. So in British pounds, our intro plan is 24 pounds for 30 minutes. Our standard plan is 79 pounds for 120 minutes. And our advanced plan is 159 pounds for 300 minutes. Woo. And if you have that, uh, half that, um, that's what the prices will be for the Jump Up July special. So uh, keep that in mind as you are thinking about what to do with Ira. Now, we also have, and I'm going to see, Billy, can we um, queue up our video for folks? Absolutely, I, I, let me do that. Great. We will let Bailey get that video all queued up. But RNIB had a wonderful video about um, social distancing and things like that. Well, funny, at the same time in a parallel universe, we were also producing a video about social distancing. And Ira is a wonderful tool that you can have in your toolbox for how to deal with with the very thorny problem of social distancing. And I'm sure that many of you have um, recognized that issue so far. So. Um, I am ready to rock and roll. All right, let's do it. Let's listen all to right. this video. Perfect. Social distancing is expected in many places, and many of the social distancing cues are based on visual indicators. And this presents a potential challenge for millions of individuals who are blind or low vision. IRA is a tool that can provide the information needed to follow good social distancing and other safety practices. You're about to experience what it's like to work with an IRA agent to maintain social distance. These people are moving through public spaces. Some are using canes while others work with guide dogs. Thanks for calling Ira. This is Emily. What would you like to do today? We are here at the grocery store. There I am with my mask. Yes. Yay. <laughs> There's a man entering the store about 10 feet in front of you on the right. Is there a bunch of people in line in front of me? Or? There's a gentleman six feet in front of you talking to a bank teller. It looks like he's finishing up and then it'll be your turn. I'd like to go into Walgreens and find some Tylenol for arthritis. Can you help me do that? I sure can. At the end of this aisle is the pharmacy. The line starts six feet in front of you. Do you mind directing me to the food area? Okay, sure. Your path is clear. You're just passing a bunch of uh, cashiers on your left-hand side. So the checkout line is on your right. Uh, now you're standing on the social distancing footprint marked on the floor. There's one person in line about 10 feet in front of you. Right. Thank you so much. Take care. Right Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Visit www.ira.io to sign up today. So, so to Thank you so much, Bailey. Yeah, and absolutely. That is our social distancing video. Now, can you explain a little bit about what kinds of things folks were doing in that video? Yeah, definitely. So the video started off with showing people walking around, as it said, in public places, outdoors, in a city. And then it cut, started cutting to people indoors, like at a Target or at a bank, at a grocery store. And uh, it was showing the agents providing that detailed information as far as how far they are, how far away they are from other people. Because as we know, that's that's very important right now with social distancing. So giving those details, our agents are, are you know, we've We've trained them to be more, uh, to give that information voluntarily now that that's the world that we live in. So providing that vital information as far as your environment, wherever you go. And the other really important thing that our agents do in terms of uh, measures for um, COVID-19 is to let you know whether people around you are wearing masks or not, because that is also something important to know, depending on where you are and what kind of situation you're in. Now, that video can be found on our YouTube channel. Um, it is also, I believe, on our website. Um, but definitely, if you look us up on YouTube, you can find that video and a few more about Ira. I would really love for Troy to say a few words, if he could, about us um, expanding to uh, the United Kingdom and how excited we are about that. Okay, well, um, you have to know within the IRA offices, like we we kind of did our, our um, 
early pilot, what, over, over a year ago with um, the anticipation of going into the market. Yet um, at that time as chief operating officer, I've only been CEO since February, but I've been here the whole time as your chief operating officer looking after operations, um, access partnerships and the like. And we started the pilot and we kind of evaluated what we would need to do to be successful in the UK. And I can tell you that with that pilot, you know, we had so many passionate users that um, we knew there's a market there. We knew there's a need there. Um, and we look forward to going, but we just had some um, concerns over both the, our ability to deploy Horizon, the smart, our smart glass solution that we used to offer, and finding a, um, a partner, uh, a mobile partner. Um, you know, so we talked to Vodafone a couple. Anyway, that doesn't matter because we're not offering that uh, device anymore. We're focusing just on the mobile app experience. Um, and, um, and so that barrier was removed. The next thing we had to do was make sure that we could support GDPR. And as soon as that was completed, boy, there's nothing left in the way. And, and so we launched. And I can tell you, um, Bailey can tell you that uh, we're all super excited. Um, you know, for us uh, and agents in particular, this is a chance for them to explore a little more of the planet. You know, we already get to deliver sessions or we have been delivering sessions in Australia and New Zealand. But um, let's face it, we all, all you know, love the UK and, and we're excited to be there. Um, we're excited to develop, um, you know, a growing user base, but we're also excited and looking forward to developing our access program. Um, which Kevin can talk about a little more later, um, but at a highest level, you know, or you may have heard that one way that IRA makes um, the service affordable is by um, engaging with nonprofits, with for-profit organizations who and employers who choose to deploy IRA and basically absorb or fund the cost of providing service in the context of their organization. And that's been wildly successful here in the United States with, you know, hundreds of access partners. Um, I think we're most famous for airports because that's where we started, but it doesn't stop there. Here in the U.S., we have, you know, some large uh, grocery and commercial chains like Target. We have uh, banks like uh, Bank America and so forth, and we're in museums and employers. So, like, this access network um, is just a great way for um, collectively you, um, the Explorer for IRA and the business, if you will, to, to work together. And so, you know, maybe Kevin can say a little bit more about how we could use your help, but bottom line, know that we here at IRA, like we, we celebrated the launch. We, we read your, um, some of the notes on the, uh, the calls we're looking at the social. Um, and I think, uh, I could be wrong, but no, I'm not wrong. I think the UK from a launch perspective has had one of the best early social responses. We've seen just a lot of great tweets and Facebook posts. And so you guys are in the lead in terms of my heart. Like you guys have really delivered, um, you know, a welcoming message back to us and, and showing to the, the larger audience there what IRA can be. So hopefully you're feeling my enthusiasm because I am smiling right now. I'm super excited <laughs> uh, about this call today. And, and I actually can't wait till we get to the interactive portion with questions. Yeah, absolutely, Troy. Thank you so much. And uh, as Troy said, we love hearing from everyone. And we will send out to you folks uh, after the call a list, if you don't already know, a list of ways to interact with us. Uh, probably the biggest way is to email us at support at ira.io. That email address is sort of like our info address. Um, that gets to us, and then we can get that to whoever you need in the organization. Troy mentioned access, and what we mean when we say IRA access is that when you go into a business or use a service, your IRA usage will be free during that time. And I want to bring on Kevin Phelan, and Kevin from our staff will talk about what our IRA access program is and how you all can help us get more access locations within the UK. Great, Hi, Kevin. Hi, Janine. Thanks. Uh, and, and hello, everyone. I'm, uh, as Troy said, I'm, I'm uh, super excited to, to be here with you all today. And, and also, I, I just think it's always kind of special. These, This is the first Explorer call that we're doing um, 
in the UK and, and since we launched and, and um, I've been with Ira for uh, a little over four years now. And, and I, I think being able to kind of see it grow, um, I just can't wait to see what this group um, does and, and just want to thank you all for, for being here today um, and, and being in part of this first, first early Explorer group. Um, so the Ira Access Program, you know, uh, really started with this idea that um, if we look at kind of the financial uh, side of, of things, how do we take the um, the cost off of the Explorer and, and have businesses provide access to their customers? Uh, at the end of the day, especially in kind of the current COVID uh, environment, um, you know, the uh, sensitivity of how close you are to someone, uh, the obstacles that are now on the sidewalk and on the streets and, and, um, and all of the barriers that are out there, you know, how, how do we look to both governments and and businesses to provide access to a business. So what we've tried to do is, is build a system where we really do try to make it as simple as saying yes and turning on a light switch. Um, what we do is we are able to put a geofence around any physical address that you give us and literally within 24 hours can turn any, um, any place in the world into an IRA access location. What that means is that the minute you enter inside of that uh, geofence, um, you're able to use the service for free because the minutes are paid for by that providing business. So, so today Heathrow Airport is live um, as one of our first airports um, uh, outside of the U.S. And, um, and I also just want to uh, publicly say thank you to Jade Sharp. I know Jade, uh, uh, I think over the last couple of years, we've kind of talked about finally coming here. And so uh, to, to say thank you for all your support, uh, Jade did a great job of kind of tweeting at brands um, and starting a conversation to say, these are the places that I'm a customer and I would love for you to consider uh, looking at IRA access. Um, so, so thank you for that. So uh, appreciate uh, everyone's time today and, and look forward to, uh, to getting to know everyone a little bit better. Wonderful. So we would love right now to open the floor up to your questions. And hello, Dean out there with us. So if you have a question, please raise your hand and you would do that if you were on the computer. Do we have a question, Ryan? Well, we have a couple of quick questions on, on some of the chat. So uh, oh, great. That we can raise out too. And then I do see we have some participants raised. Um, Super. So Will asks, uh, are, are other airports in the UK available for access locations other than Heathrow? I have approached Luton, my local airport, as using them in, in November. Yes, yeah, so, so today, it's a, a great question. Um, so today, uh, Heathrow is the only airport that is live with IRA Access. Um, uh, the process, if you are interested, um, you can either send that email to it's kevin at ira.io or through our support team and uh, tell them, uh, you know, introduce um, uh, us to the contact there. Or you, what I found is they want to hear from the actual, their customer uh, uh, and, and try to understand how it works and why they want, um, they, why you want to have it there. So typically that involves just sharing, either doing a demo, uh, doing a demo there for them or sharing a video like the social distancing video from our YouTube channel. Um, and then from there, uh, we're ha happy to connect and support however we can. But, but again, if, if, if they said today or tonight, they said, we, we yes, we can have it on there uh, live tomorrow. So so there's no technical integration. There's no operational demand. It really is just saying yes to to, to having an accessible little business. Absolutely, great question, Will. Thank and, you, and, uh, Dean Mills. While I'm grabbing our first hand, asks uh, in an IRA access location, is there a limit on the amount of minutes you can use in that location? Ah, that is a great question. Well, <clears throat> certainly there is not a limit of minutes that you can use. However, we do like you to be there doing the activity that that particular destination is there for. In other words, you can't take your mail to uh, the local Target store, say, and read it there while you're there. You want to be shopping, um, engaging in an activity. Now, typically for other types of access offers where you would be at home, accessing something, say, online or doing a particular activity, we limit it to half an hour at a time. Now, you can call back, certainly, but it is half uh, 30 minutes at a time. So, hopefully, that answered that question, Dean. That was a great question. 
first question is going to be from Abraham. Hello, Abraham. How are you? He is uh, Abraham's well, one of our great How's supporters. You all well? Um, just for a quick question. Um, I've been a UK explorer for several years now, and I was wondering, uh, can I just have some reassurance that the pilot plan that I am currently on um, is going to stay the same? We won't lose that because I'm very comfortable with that plan. Yeah, so so there's no plan. There's no plans at all. Uh, well, first, thank you for being a, an, an early early customer and explorer. Uh, and and there's no there's no current changes or anything planned. Uh, one more question, in my sure. trade your indulgence. Um, um, when you um, when I promote Ira to uh, to uh, businesses, which I do fairly frequently, um, now that, that you've launched officially in the UK, um, can I ask what steps you have taken to comply with? general data protection regulations, because that is something that businesses will often ask me. And also, is there going to be an IRA presence in the UK, like a corporate corporate structure of any kind in the UK? Sure. Troy, Troy do you want to take the... the yeah, chance? sure. Um, so with respect to GDPR, we've, we've taken the steps that all companies take to operate under that um, regulation. So there's a right to be forgotten, a right to your information, and some other details about how we process data. So you can be very confident that if anyone asks and you want to refer them to us, we, we can provide that information to them, right? So we're, we're really no different than any other company operating uh, under that regulation. Um, we do not have any plans at the moment to, um, uh, you know, deploy any IRA employees or any direct IRA staff in the UK, however, um, you know, Kevin can elaborate, but we are looking for partners um, who can especially help us with the access business. Um, you know, we're, we're a, uh, a small but growing company, so deploying someone locally is, is a big uh, expense that we need probably supported by a larger, you know, uh, user base. Um, may I ask uh, on that second one, um, you probably have a thought behind that question. Um, could, you, could you say more? Sorry. Regarding that question, if we're going to have an office or, or staff in the UK, um, I was I, I wanted to ask back, like um, what what your interest was behind that question. Well, so, uh, the reason for that is it's just because uh, you've expanded into the UK. So if there's a local uh, point of contact for businesses um, uh, who might be interested in, in offering IRA access, it was just a it was just a, a question. Mm. I, I was because I, I, I seem to remember when you uh, you had a, a, a free phone telephone number, and I understand you had some um, plans to uh, deploy in the UK earlier, um, but for various reasons you didn't. So I just wanted to find out whether that was something you were planning yeah. to do. Kevin, why don't you add to this? But um, I mean, what you guys should know, what everyone should know, guys, is a Californianism. Um, but uh, what everyone should know is that we're very capable of once introduced um, closing an access deal. In fact, uh, as Kevin will tell you, we're not traveling anywhere here in the US. So we're all uh, living the Zoom lifestyle. And, um, you know, the way that we are, you know, uh, prospecting and closing business is virtual. And of course, uh, Zoom works just as well in the UK as it does here. Not to say that it wouldn't be awesome to have more presence there. Um, but just be very confident that uh, if we, when we get a lead, not if, um, we will be closing access deals. Um, we're, we're quite ready to do that. Excellent, thank you so much. Certainly, thank you. And who is our next person? All right, we're gonna go to Ian next. Hello. Yeah, hello everyone, um, thank you. I'm quite new to this. Um, I only got it a couple of weeks ago and I've only done the onboarding um, at the moment, but I've really, really enjoyed the call and the agent was extremely helpful because I had a lot of questions because for me, this is sort of really, really sort of new and I've really been enjoying the um, interaction on the um, email list. Uh, I've got a lot of information, tips from the... Uh, my, my questions sort of been answered, but my, my other question was... Um, how is it best like if we wanted to say I'm, I'm thinking of approaching Birmingham Airport for example because it's my local airport um, how is it best to sort of put it put it across to them like like how is it best to sort of tell them like how IRA works to make it so that they don't think it's some kind of 
thing that one person would get out of it like how 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 is it best to sort of explain it to them so that it comes across as a good proposition rather than just one person sort of mourning saying that they want it that's such a good question and and and, uh one i'm glad to see you come on board and and uh, would love to at some point hear how the first couple weeks are going and and what your early early feedback is because it's uh, i think it's always exciting to talk to someone a couple weeks into uh into joining ira so um so what we found the simplest way to talk about uh, a place with uh, an airport uh, a bank uh, a grocery store really any of the places that you're kind of visiting on a on a daily basis um is why is is using the analogy of wi-fi a lot of places are offering free wi-fi uh for their customers that are, you know so they can be connected when they're there um and that is is it's a decision to essentially offer free wi-fi and it's the same decision of offering free access so we, we operate in the same capacity that there's no there's no technology there's no security there's there's no work that they have to do um the the bank and, and again bank of america we went through an extensive security review just because that's part of how they buy things uh, at the end of the day their technology team said you know yes their risk and compliance team said yes um, at the airports they uh, typically are providing free wi-fi so um, we asked them to say this this is something where everybody will bring their own device um, and not rely on their staff and ultimately can kind of come in and participate as a customer on my own terms so um, so so the, so we typically try to use that um, Wi-Fi analogy. Um, the second one is is the light switch. So, uh, it, it, literally, they're they're paying uh, an electricity bill so that there's light for all of their uh, light uh, site dependent and, and light dependent folks uh, customers that they have. So, so pay for my electricity bill, and 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 this electricity bill is is IRA access, where it's it's uh, it, uh, and and that analogy has has uh, has also worked well in the. Um, with with the business to, to understand that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't um, uh, run your business without the lights on uh, for for those uh, or light dependent uh, customers. So so those are a couple analogies that we've had success with. And Janine, were you going to add to that? Yeah, actually, the other analogy that we have really, and it's not so much an analogy, it is an offer that we have, and that is our fifteen minute demo. And this is super powerful when you actually go into the business and say, hey, can I have a few minutes of your time management? Would you like to see how this works? And you have 15 minutes of free IRA time to do your demo. Just let your agent know that you are doing a demo for a business. And we are happy to do that with you. So that's another option that is very powerful, uh, especially when they see how the agent navigates you around and what things that that agent can assist you with. So hopefully we've given you some good tools to use to talk to businesses. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, my second question following on from that, actually, is if would this prevent you, say you were in an airport like doing this, would you still advise the, per- the visually impaired person to book to book assistance like they would normally or would this actually would that would this actually take away that need potentially or is it still something we potentially need anyway as well as the ira agent i would say i don't is a tool ira is a tool in your toolbox and depending on your comfort level with airport travel um what i advise people is the first time you try ira you may want to have your airport assistant there book the airport assistant and have your agent on board because what your agent can do is describe things that you're passing describe things that are coming up so that you can tell your assistant hey I i see a shop up here I need to get something to drink before I go to my gate. Let's stop at that shop. Um, Things like that. Uh, And then as you get more and more confident with using Ira, you may be at the point where you can use it. I know Ryan uses it uh, without assistance at the airport. So do I. 
And so there are many, many different ways that you can use Ira within that setting. And that would be the same for a shop, too. If you're used to getting assistance in the shop, certainly you can do that along with an Ira agent to verify, to do all sorts of things with your assistant to make it a bit easier on both of you during that experience. So you've got a lot of options there. Oh, brilliant. Thanks very much. That's interesting. Sure thing. Well, let us know. You know, keep uh, keep participating in the email list. Let us know how everything goes. Okay. Great. And we've got a couple questions in the chat. We have a question about the Bose frames. So, who would like to take that one? Sure. It says Kevin again. I, I can can take the Bose frame. So, Great. so we started um, started the relationship and partnership with with Bose when they were starting down this road of building out uh, glasses that were called the Bose frames. And for anyone who's not uh, familiar with them, they're essentially um, sunglasses that have um, no camera on them, and that they just have uh, the Bose quality quality sound. So, depending on your uh, level of, of vision. Um, we've had some explorers that really do like um, like the quality of the sound, uh, the hands-free and, and, and all the other good things that come with them. Um, and they had talked about potentially doing something where they were going to add a camera into the, the development. Um, about 45 days ago, they made a public announcement that they actually were going to discontinue the project. So we were obviously uh, uh, disappointed to see that um, the glasses and the camera and everything did not come together, uh, but, but do also do understand that, you know, the needs uh, as the world changed, uh, so did their business. So, so unfortunately, the Bose frames will, uh, uh, will no longer be, uh, will be something that we would support or, or be, we'll be spending time with. But it's great. Kevin, great. if I could add, um, sure. Yeah, I think uh, you know some of our customers use Bose just like you would AirPods. Like it's just another way to get the audio um, in a in a glasses form factor. Um, know that at Ira, we will never stop evolving and um, iterating and looking for the very best solution. And I'm confident that sometime in the next couple of years, there will someone is going to develop the right pair of glasses or a head-mounted solution. Um, it's just right now there's nothing on the market that kind of meets the needs of um, connectivity, of cost, um, such that we're, yeah, we're, we're still searching. And, you know, we always have our ears to the ground, including listening to folks like yourselves who may be, you know, ha have an idea or be aware of something. But there will come a day that um, there will be some, Ira kind of integrated head mounted possibly glasses with a camera and we will we will deliver on that because um, we're super committed not just to providing the service we have today but always improving so um, you know our, we're we've got an engineering team we're always listening to our customers what are the current challenges what are the current needs and creatively coming up with new solutions Right. And we had a question also in the chat before we go to anyone else about uh, a set of hand gestures. And I want to talk to Bailey a little bit about this as an agent, but we used to publicize a set of hand gestures and we are no longer doing that. Um, that got to be a bit much to try to standardize and publicize. But Bailey, I would love it if you could tell us how, if somebody can't talk during a call, what, what can they do for an agent? Yeah, absolutely. So there's actually a feature that we've built into the IRA app called IRA Messages that allows users to call in uh, and let the agent know what they need before they actually have to talk. So if they're in a situation where they aren't able to speak or they need to remain quiet, they'll push a certain button on their app that says, I can't talk right now. And then when their call rings in, the agent knows and they get that message so that they cannot talk right now. The user also has uh, the opportunity to write, you know, whatever information they need or whatever the ask is of the agent. So then when the agent picks up the call, they not only know that you're not able to talk, but they also get that message. So they know what information you're looking for and can provide that right away. So that that's kind of our, our, uh, the more, uh, streamlined version of the gestures that we created quite a while ago. Um, and it's been a, doing a great job at replacing those. So 
Yeah, and one of the newest features to that, you can have some customizable messages uh, during and before the call now. So let's say you're going into church or you're going into somewhere where you can't really text, where that's really going to be kind of difficult for you to do. You can set up a preset message to let your agent know, I'm in church now, I can't text back to you, here's what I want. And that will certainly, uh, the agents will read that and give you the information that you'd like. So, who do we have next, right? All right. We are going to go to Paul Clayton. Hello, Paul. Hello. Good to hear from you again. How are you? Great. Fantastic. Hope you guys are having a good evening over there. Certainly am. Just a couple of points to pick up on. And first on, on the on the airport access, um, I was looking on the app today, and I, what's the situation with Gatwick then? Because I thought that was actually, that was showing as available. So is that, is that not the case? Yeah, so we're actually waiting for confirmation from them to see uh, to, to see where we stand. There was a, some changeover with some of the accessibility team there. So, um, but uh, that that's hopefully hopefully coming back uh, back together soon. Okay, but on the on the Heathrow thing, I mean, one of the one of the great things. I don't know if this was alluded to earlier on, um, but it, I, I, I've I've used the the um, the Heathrow. Um, um, airport uh, when it was on pilot uh, with with moderate success it was it was great when I arrived there I received a message to say you are now in an access location um, and I was able to actually locate the to the, to the checking desk independently which is you know, which is really good um, however I was still connected to the Wi-Fi and once I cleared the security once we've gone through security I found that I wasn't actually able to then connect with an IRA agent. And was that because, Paul, the Wi-Fi dropped or the Wi-Fi not changed? Not that I'm aware of. No, I wasn't, I wasn't really sure what the, um, what I didn't, uh, it didn't occur to me at the time to turn off any, any Wi-Fi and try, and try the data. But I'm just wondering if you've, if you've come across this before. Yeah, so this is the first time um, that I, I'm hearing. Uh, Paul, if it's, if it's okay with your permission, I'd, I'd love to reach out to the, uh, our, my contact there and, and just ask her to, to, to check on it or confirm. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. Is, that, yeah. is that okay? Yeah, no problem at all. Okay. Yes, but that is the, the first time, and I'm not not sure why that why that uh, yeah. would have happened. But uh, we'll, we'll happy yeah. to ask. I mean, I think in a lot of cases, using the airport thing, if you know, if you if you've got luggage and you haven't got the hands free, yep. um, then the chances are, you know, it's probably a lot of people will take the decision that. It, it, it's easy to have an assistant with them, which is you know, which is a fair comment at the end of the day. But I, I just think it's a fantastic way of actually saying to people, you know, it's another tool in your. Um, so, so you know, particularly if you're arriving by taxi, as I was, yeah. I was on a, I was on a training course. I turned up, the cab driver was like, well, like, said to me, well, I can't leave, I can't leave the vehicle. Um, I can't help you. And the the checking desk was a quarter of a mile away. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually got to within ten feet of the checking desk before somebody came over and said. Where, where exactly is you looking for? And it was, you know, I would not have been able to do that on my own um, <laughs> had I been with my guide dog. Because <laughs> you know, unfortunately, the dogs, the dogs, they just, you know, <laughs> they're great. But, 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 but um, so, so having that back from the agent was so was was so valuable. Um, the other couple of things, a couple of quick questions I had because I don't want to, um, you know, I want to give everyone the chance as far as possible to interact but a few a few months ago during the um in during december time you you introduced ira credits which i know was very successful at the time where and this allowed people to buy um but buy gift cards for ira to use to maybe jump onto a plan or to purchase minutes and that is that something now that you're expanding that you're planning to bring back in in the future at all great question is that something that you would be interested in i take it it is since you were asking the question definitely I know at the time from from reading off the list as well, people said you know this would be great for like, for birthdays and and other things as well for, for friends for, yeah for friends and family um, to, to as as they do with them um, you, know, you can buy gift vouchers through Audible so I think this would be another great way of marketing the service yeah Paul and, and so I, I think the the great thing here is you know um, uh, I just just want to point out like Troy the CEO um, uh, uh, attends this call like is listening and care like so so this is a great time to kind of and encourage everyone like um if, if these are things that that you want uh now is a great time to kind of share and um and uh but that's really really great feedback mm-hmm. um and, and uh i'll let, let troy troy chime in on, on kind of how, how we're thinking about things yeah paul so um just say a little more so i think what i heard you say i just want to make sure i got this right like a gift card 
capability, like the ability to buy a gift card is something that you, you know, you would use or like others may use. Just tell me more about like how you would would use it or how you would think about it in a go-to-market situation. I would use it to uh, to help buy. Um, so, if, so if I was to be able to buy a, a gift voucher for a friend, something who I knew got a lot of, had a lot of value from the service, um, mm. this would enable them to then sort of you know, you, could, you could buy um, uh, vouchers with up, up, up to a certain values. So, like an Audible, for example, they have vouchers right. that, um, that, that somehow fifty up to on, on Audible. I, I pay. Um, uh, so £109 a year, and that gives me 24 credits that right. I can then use to, per, you know, to purchase books. So a similar scheme to that, I, I think, would, would be invaluable. So so it's even so it's like not just buy a voucher or a gift card, um, have some you know benefit to the person buying the uh, credit. Um, yes. For example, um, you probably know this, uh, it's, it, it's kind of a mashup between a gift card and a referral program, yep. so everyone should know. I should always ask. I always like to ask first. So consider if you know about this already, because this is a test to see how well this message gets out. But um, if you have a paid plan, you have the ability to refer someone. And if they sign up, um, you get a benefit and they get a benefit. That's I believe right. benefit yeah. 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 So yeah. That, that's that's one way that we try. But I think you're just suggesting a um, another kind of tweak on that concept, um, I think that's really great input. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. final question, really, for me is: I know you were you were advertising for people for a focus group. Um, is that still a work in progress, or is or have you appointed? Well, good question. Ryan, wanna... That will see that's that's Ryan's uh, area. We do have our people for the focus group for this round of selection. However, every six months, uh, that focus group will rotate out individuals. Um, and so once the six months are up for this group of people, we will be looking for another group of people. And uh, so there's definitely opportunities uh, twice a year to get into that focus group as well. So. If you are definitely interested in that, feel free to, uh, I would say, uh, keep an eye out for that application, which will come back open in about six months' time, and um, we can definitely get you in. Brilliant. I want to add something there, by the way. Just I think it's um, a testament to, I don't know, the, the product or, or, or the individual involved. Like, we received so many applications. Like, we were, I think... Um, I was overwhelmed with was um, a, a bit of pride, actually. Like, choice. Yeah, so many people. <laughs> it was a big to, job reviewing all those applications, yeah. but it was incredible <laughs> to see, you know, the number of people and the level of commitment that is out there. And Kevin and I and well, others were no promises. We're, we're we're just like thinking about all that pent up kind of energy, um, and we're, we're 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 starting to think about maybe other ways we can engage that group that's been so, you know, free with their time to say, you know, everyone who submitted an application spent the time to fill out a, a survey, right? And um, and we're committing to, or potentially committing to, to you know, spending time with us. So we're gonna, we're gonna consider what else we can do with this larger group. But um, as it stands, as Ryan mentioned, we'll rotate every six months and, uh, and engage folks. And we did, we did select, um, or, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, we, I mean, we, we tried to find a mix of individuals, so both oh, definitely. geography, gender, usage, like all, all kinds of things. So we get a broad spectrum of input. Um, yeah. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for joining us and asking all those great questions. Uh, Ryan, do we have anyone else with the hand raised? Several more people with their hands raised. All right. Excellent. I'm going to give, I think I say this, Yuzi. I, I, I don't know how to say your name. I do apologize, uh, but I am unmuting you. I think it's Yuzi. Hi, it's Izzy. Izzy? Okay, cool. Hi. I was, I'm. <laughs> speech synthesizers. I'm sure you probably get that all the time. Oh, that wasn't time. even how the speech synthesizer was saying it. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> oh, no, people get confused. It's fine. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. So how can we help you today? Um, so how would I go about approaching my employer in regards to getting Ira into the office? 
excellent question because we do have a number of employers who purchase IRA for their employees. And you can actually have two IRA accounts. You can have your business account and your personal account. And so you can have those both on the same device. But Kevin, how would she go about talking to her employer? Yeah, so typically we've had the most success where you would uh, kind of approach someone in, uh, in the HR side of things to say, and say, here's what IRA is. And it's something, uh, they have this program called IRA Access. And what we do is we actually make the physical locations of where you work um, IRA accessible. But we also create what we call as a business account. And that business account you can essentially use from home or if you're traveling or, or whatever, wherever you are. And it's it's almost tied back to their master account. So so collectively, you're, you're then able to use IRA. Um, we have people who are using it for navigating to work, to, you know, working from home or working from wherever they are. So, um, so it's... it's um, uh, and, and I can share uh, my, my email for everyone on the call here is Kevin, uh, K-E-V-I-N at A-I-R-A dot I-O. And I'm happy to, to either help answer questions and, and anything else that comes up uh, with your employer. So does that help? Yeah, it does. Um, and also, is there a limit on the amount of minutes that an employer can purchase? No, so, so typically they have been doing this kind of unlimited uh, plan. And, and the idea there is... You know, I, I, I think uh, what one thing we've learned and, and why we started IRA Access is, you know, no matter what the task is, there may be something that is two minutes for one person. It could be seven or 17 minutes for another. Um, and I, I don't, I, I, the, the minute component of it is something that, that we didn't want the employers and, and the access partners to, to be stressing out over or the agents or even the users, the explorers. So, so ultimately we've, um, uh, we've 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 removed that that barrier on the uh, on the uh, access side of things. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, hey, you are very this, welcome. This is Troy. I have to make a comment. So my youngest daughter is Isabel, who we call Izzy, and so now I'm going to be telling her about yet another. <laughs> one I, you know, oh no, I'm Izzy, not Izzy. It's Izzy. Yeah, and uh, anyway, hey, I just wanted to add to that. Um, yeah, the the employer conversation is is a is is one that we, we can, you know, Kevin's already given you some guidance on. Um, but I think, again, the key points are, um, you know, we've, we've delivered IRAC, IRA for employers into, we have a list of public companies or some that, um, you know, through our arrangement, we haven't, we, we can't talk about, but I can tell you there's some of the most, um, some of the largest companies, some of the most um, security, conscious, secure, security conscious companies um, and as Kevin mentioned, that unlimited access um, is also something that helps them with budgeting because, you know, businesses don't want a variable budget. They want to know what they're going to be paying in advance. And so um, it's, it's, it typically is a, a good conversation if we get the right person, um, you know, engaged early. And, and that's something you can work with Kevin on. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. You are so welcome. And Ozzy, I can tell you that um, one of the other things that you can talk to your employer about too, if it's a matter of security, we can certainly talk about that with your employer and what security precautions we take in the case of certain employers, etc. So that's definitely a conversation that we are happy to have with your employer directly if that will help. All right. Um, and someone had asked here about the prices for unlimited for employers think of it as a subscription and i think kevin i am correct in saying that each uh, employer may have different circumstances and so different pricing right that's right and, and i know I, I see another uh, question in the chat too so yeah so so what we've tried to do is um uh, ultimately be flexible a, a bit if you have a um, uh, depending on the size of the business, and and um, we have places like Bank of America, they have sixteen thousand ATMs, five thousand locations. Uh, we have other places where there's you know three locations. So, um, so so um, so it really has been dependent on on how many people be using it, um, and and better understanding the the potential size and, and scope of things. So that is definitely a conversation that we will have with each individual business. Um, 
Alrighty. Any other questions, Ryan? Who else do, do we have? We have, let's see, I believe three more people. So let's see All who right. we get to. All right. So we're going to do a phone number next. I'll call out the last four. One, six, zero, four. You are now unmuted. Okay. And hello there. Who do we have? I think. Hello, I think that's me. There we go. Yeah, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized I had the notifications like on mute. I was like, oh, that must be speaking about me. Um, Yeah, um, my name's Jess. Hi. Um, My question's similarly to Ian regarding the. the, I was going to say Uber, I keep calling Uber Ira. Um, The Ira Access um, situation. And it was about how you'd approach a business to kind of incentivize them to use the service how it's best to do that and also similarly about um and i realize this isn't your responsibility but my kind of slight concern is that businesses and larger places especially might remove their traditional um like passenger access and that kind of thing with people because they kind of think i was a replacement i don't want that to happen sure that is a very um very cogent question because one of the things that we do when we talk to businesses is we really stress that IRA is a tool in the toolbox and does not remove them from any obligations that they have to provide actual human assistance because sometimes you may use a combination of the two, sometimes you may use only IRA, other times you may use only a human assistant and as a business this is like one more tool for the business to have to be able to serve you. Yeah, and, and I, I can share, uh, we, we have uh, not seen one single partner do that. Um, and that includes over 50 airport partners. You know, uh, again, I think it's the places where maybe you finally make it to the gate and then you find out your plane is delayed for another hour suddenly. And rather than sending somebody back out, you can then you know run and get food or use the rest the the, the toilets wherever you're but but you're those are the places where they can see some um some uh positive use of, of iris so that, so it, it does not replace uh and, and we we never ever would say that And uh, someone has asked in the chat if this webinar is recorded. Yes, it is being recorded and we will indeed make that recording available. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, can I also ask in regards to how it's best to approach um, the business? Certainly. So thank, you for, thank you for addressing that concern. That your explanation made a lot, makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, so we'll post uh, in the chat here the, the YouTube video, but if you just Google Ira YouTube, you'll see um, mm-hmm. a YouTube channel with uh, a lot of videos. The very first video that will play is the social distancing um, video um, and there's a video on there about I, if you Google uh, Ira uh, Airport Access, you'll see right. how it's being used at the airport. Um, no, I more meant um, how to um, contact a business in order for them to set up Ira Access with yeah. their business, like how to encourage them to do it, rather than how to use whilst you're there. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. Yeah, so sorry about that. So, so essentially, what, what we have found is is uh, doing a demo for them is is great. So, if you're mm-hmm. at this and doing a demo, um, if you call or send an email and include one of those videos from the YouTube channel. Oh, I see. So sometimes that's been super helpful. Um, if you can imagine, for some people, when you're trying to explain um, that there's a remote person and right there, there's, there's some, sometimes it's a little difficult for mm-hmm. people to get their head around. So mm-hmm. that's where we made the video and that's, that typically has, has worked. Okay. That makes sense. If you hear other things or you're looking for other tools or things that you need to help with the business, uh, let us know as well. Like we, we're happy to produce or, or support however we can. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as 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 you're having those conversations with businesses, absolutely. And that demo offer can be found on the home screen of the app. You'll see a uh, uh, call us uh, with a free offer, and if you go into that free offer screen, you'll see all of the different offers that we have. And doing a demonstration is one of those offers. So you get a 15 minute to 15 minutes of free IRA time to do a demo. And uh, we find those can be very powerful. Um, we, we will advise you check your website first. Check your uh, web connection first before doing the demo. There's nothing worse than 
been having that technical difficulty on a demo. Right. All right. Okay. Gonna, we have two more people. Two um, more. So we're going to move to Louise Russell. And I hey. am asking to unmute you here. There we You're go. Hi, everyone. Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, it was just a couple of comments and a question. Um, it was it, one of them came to mind when uh, Izzy was speaking about employment, um, and we have a a scheme here in the UK called Access to Work, which is a government scheme where you can get certain support that you need within work. So it might be if you need to support from taxis or something to travel within work. Um, you can get that kind of support. And I was thinking that it would be really good to promote IRA to that scheme so that it could become an option that people could get funded if they wanted to and could get a number of minutes a month or something like that funded via that scheme. Absolutely. And that is definitely something that we are doing in Australia with their uh, National Disability Insurance Scheme is getting funding for folks that way. So that is absolutely something that going forward, you know, we are totally open to. And, and Louise, Louise, it says, Kevin, if I could ask back. So from your experience, uh, what has been the most successful route to getting funds for for a technology service like ira so is 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 it louise asking them is it ira asking them what is the you know i'd love to hear from everyone what what their experience or guidance is on how how that would should best work i think because it's a national scheme it'd be good to maybe go both ways um so maybe you guys could approach them um it's as i say it's a government scheme and basically what happens uh say if you've got a new job you you can make a referral to them and they'll do an assessment to look at what technology you need and your employer might contribute a bit of money towards it and then access to work will pay the rest. And they also do, as I say, they'll look for support within work. So some people have support from a personal assistant mm -hmm. and I can see that that's where maybe Ira could play a role instead of needing a personal assistant with you for a certain number of hours a week or something like that. You could use Ira, and you don't have to wait. You could just use it as and when you wanted. Exactly. No, that and that's been our experience in in Australia. Is is exactly that. This is kind of like you know, you you decide when and where. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the other thing I just wanted to comment on was around hands free. So, because uh, I've only been with Ira for a couple of weeks, and I've been sort of exploring different hands free options, um, and. I understand that obviously originally Ira's been very much started off in America and is now becoming more and more global. Um, and I was just thinking it might be helpful because like on the website, when you look at recommended products and things like that, it's very American focused at the moment, as opposed to the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and quite a lot of the products that might be recommended as good hands-free solutions aren't available in the UK or there's quite an a high shipping cost and things like that. Um, I mean, what I've been doing so far, which has worked quite well, where I've heard of people reviewing a product um, or the ones on the IRA website, I've contacted IRA and put the link in a message and got them to then look on a site like Amazon to see if there's something that looks similar that I could give a go. And I've ordered a chest harness, which has worked with that. And I'm uh, waiting for a lanyard and a waterproof pouch, which I got the agent to help me find on uh, uh, yesterday it was. So um, it was just an observation really that I think it would be quite helpful to sort of make maybe that section a bit more global. Um, and to, because obviously I, I know on the mailing lists, you get quite a lot of recommendations and because the UK is so new at the moment, there's, there's not obviously a lot on there from UK explorers. Absolutely. That is a great idea, Louise. And actually, if you find companies in the UK that you like, whose products you are secure with and, and work well for you, please feel free to forward that to us. We are undertaking a giant website um, renovation and sort of bringing everything up to date. Um, 
we also have a series of webinars that are called Expeditions. And our one a uh, couple weeks ago talked about going hands-free and we kept it very generic and we advise doing exactly what you just described doing, which is calling up one of our agents, asking them about, uh, can you look for this on Amazon? Can you look for this elsewhere in the marketplace? So great idea for everybody. And Ryan, do we have, how many folks do we have left? We're going to close on our last person. Okay. Um, so our last person of the day, I am unmuting you now. Hello there. Is Jade Sharp. Hello, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a big round of applause. Hi, Jade. <laughs> Hello. Hi. What can, we, what can we answer for you today? It's good, it's good to be here and have it finally launched over here in the UK. It, it really is because I got showed Ira by a friend from the US when he was over here. I think it was last year or the year before. Oh, wow. So I've been kind of on the pilot, sort of on and off, and now it's officially launched over here, which is which is brilliant. Um, with the whole access to work thing, I did try and send them an email about a week ago when I was kind of doing my mass sort of social media spree of trying to get people mm -hmm. um, on board. I've not had anything back from them. I did try and look for a phone number, but I don't know how phone calls at the minute are working because of this whole COVID um, situation. But I did, I did sort of try to get on to them. And another company, which I think would be fantastic for you guys to try and approach as well, is Transport for London. So wow. they kind of run our sort of underground uh, train system over here. And in a lot of the underground stations, there's like Wi-Fi that you can join. Because at the minute, if you're blind, visually impaired, you can't get assistance on the trains at the minute. They are point blank refusing to guide you. They're saying we will get you a taxi from point A to point B or they just won't guide you. So if we could have IRA access across the underground network in London, that would be that would be incredible. I did tweet um, as an account, Transport for All. I did tweet them because they are normally pretty good at getting back to you. Um, but I haven't had anything back. And I have also tried um, engaging as well with the RNIB because I tweeted them because I thought they could, you know, promote Ira a bit. Um, but with that one, I just got a tweet back and they were like, oh, contact our technology team about, about this. And that was basically where that one got left. It does appear that we have a couple folks in the chat who are um, willing to help out with this venture. Kevin, anything on your end about this? Yeah, so, so I, I think um, it's one, thank you again. I, I, I think um, we are uh, trying, as you can probably see, trying to understand the best path to take. Um, just like in Australia, we started out going straight to NDIS. We had partners that were going, or explorers that were going direct, and, and we collectively figured it out um, and now have it, it running where you can get it. So um, would definitely love the, the, the team support and, and a uh, Gal, I see your um, your message here about uh, knowing some folks there as well. So, so really, would just ask um, you know uh, more suggestions. If we, I think, if we we keep keep talking, uh, we're going to have this explorer call um, uh, every month. That so will be uh, a touch point there. And and um, but no, just uh, thank you, thank you again. Absolutely, and. We are not going to take any more questions. I've got a couple things to announce to you folks. Um, we will have another of our expedition calls. Unfortunately, the time is not the greatest for you all, but that call will be recorded. It will be Thursday, the 23rd of July. Uh, it will be at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time in the U.S., which I believe, sadly, is 1 o'clock in the morning your time. Uh, however, that call will be recorded, and it will be all about using TeamViewer with Ira. And TeamViewer is a screen sharing app uh, that will allow our agents to control your screen from your computer, uh, and that would be a PC or a Mac. We're also going to talk about the smartphone apps for TeamViewer, which are TeamViewer quick support for Android and iOS, and some of the limitations of those apps, particularly the iOS app, however, um, how you can actually use it. So that call will be coming up. 
And then we also have, of course, our Jump Up July promotion, which is ending uh, for you all. It will be tomorrow morning at 7.59 a.m. So you have until then to join our Jump Up July promo and you can get a subscription to Ira for three months at half the price. So whichever subscription you were considering, you might want to jump that up. And our next call for the UK, we are going to be looking at some times, but if this time of the evening is good for everyone, please let us know. Uh, please let us know if Tuesday is a good night or if there may be another night. Our calls typically for the US take place on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 p.m. Eastern time. However, obviously that's not going to work for you folks. So we can look at a number of dates associated for that particular call. And if there are special issues that you want to talk about in August, please let us know. Questions, again, can go to support at ira.io. I would like to thank our CEO, Mr. Troy Atilio. Thank you, Troy. Thank you. And just uh, like maybe if I could uh, close just a little first off, I mean, this is the very first call. There will never be a another you know, launch call like this. And you guys were a part of that call. And every one of you asked great questions, had great insights. I mean, this was super valuable for, for us. Hopefully it was valuable for you, um, you know, Jade and for others. Thanks for, you know, being that early pioneer and advocate. And I think we learned some things today about how IRA works, about how IRA access works. And, and we're just getting started. And then I have a bit of a humorous request. Um, before the call, Kevin and I were um, uh, guessing how many people would join, and you know, like, and I'm not going to tell you who won, but I, I will be sending something to Kevin. So my request for the next call is, you know, tell your friends, get them to join. We'd love to see a much larger group, um, and uh, and so I can, uh, you know. I can, I can I can have a better prediction next time. We can take right. up to 500 of you, so bring it on. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. But once again, um, great to connect, um, and and thanks for your time. Wonderful. Thank you so much to Kevin Phelan from our staff. Kevin is your access man. <laughs> and thank you to Bailey Putney, one of our agent managers from the agent side. And as you all get to know Ira Moore, you will know that our rock stars are our agents. So I'm sure you've already uh, probably figured that out, those of you who've been using the service a bit. And a final thanks to my co-pilot here, Mr. Ryan Bishop. And we'll say a special shout out to our friends from RNIB who have joined us this evening on the call as Thank well. So stay so much, tuned. Everyone. And it's such a pleasure to get to come to these Explorer calls and to get to talk to everybody. And I take such a pride in having us launched in the UK. I'm so happy to, to be here with everybody and glad you guys can have Ira. So it's good to talk to everybody and thanks for coming. Yay. Everyone have a wonderful evening and thank you so much for joining us.